parliamentary objection of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Y'all guys mind if I chew some gum? And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 180. How are we? Nice. That doesn't, oh, that's, that doesn't the, work. No, that doesn't that work. Doesn't 180? Work. This is 180? Yeah. yeah. So we got to flip the script. Yeah, we got to turn it we, the other way. What are we that's doing? True. What's the opposite of what we do? Uh, Success. Create a show that people listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Get ratings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is it, guys. This so is this when, could be it. This, this could be the turning we point. Yeah. We just this had is, to make it this to this point. Episode. And you can probably, so obviously when we're recording this, the episode has not been posted. But I'm guessing probably Thursday mm-hmm. morning, if you open up iTunes probably. or your Apple or your Apple podcast app, we'll probably be one of the, this, uh, this show will probably be featured there. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right. Dream it, believe top, it, achieve top it. Top ten pods you can't miss in 2021. We put it, we put it out there, and the true people will find it. The best um, people find it. That's right. Mm-hmm. We do. We've got, and we've got some great stories in this episode that were brought to us by uh, some of our favorite listeners. It's true. So since this is the 180 show, are we just not doing any sports? Yeah. Is that the no? Is that the, the theme? No. Yeah, the 180 show is me not keeping us on on track. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna dwell in this. Uh, Top hats, they're out, canceled. <laughs> this very uncomfortable moment uh, for as long as we possibly can. Oh, no, but thank you for joining us. Yes, this is a sports podcast. Believe it or not, folks. We do sports here. Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, as a follow-up to something we've discussed in past episodes, uh, Shaq. there are some interesting uh, happenings going on with the Atlanta Dream WNBA team. Oh, so yes. when we last checked in, the Dream team... Yeah. Atlanta Dream. No, oh, Atlanta Dream. I like what you did there. They were uh, butting heads with the franchise owner, Kelly Leffler, or mm-hmm. Loeffler, however you say her name. Step uh, wife. The woman with the tall forehead. Definitely, definitely uh, going to leave here if you know what I'm saying. It's called a five head. Five head. <laughs> billionaire. <laughs> um, who was uh, running for her Senate seat against Reverend Raphael Warnock. And uh, Kelly, Kelly had... Kelly decided that she would not only make an enemy of uh, the entire Black Lives Matter movement, but also her players, which led to her, yeah, which led to her team wearing uh, "Vote for Warnock" uh, shirts into into games, uh, and and you know uh, that that has now culminated after. Uh, Leffler lost the election. Uh, she's now lost her team. Allegedly, uh, she lost the she has not only she's not only not lost here, her bro. team, but one of the new uh, part owners is former former player and two time WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. 
Yeah, so Renee Montgomery was actually probably the most outspoken uh, p former player. She took the year off last year to work on social justice issues. Uh, and What are we talking here? Point guard, shooting guard, forward? A basketball player. Basketball you know? player. Uh, you know, she, yeah, she's a point guard. Point guard, okay. The way that the game is played I don't now, know what that does. Really, I, is there positions at all? Everybody's shooting the three. I mean, Candace Parker said it. What do we got? She a two, she a four, she a five. Nah, Candace Parker said it last five. night. You, you, <laughs> you have to, yeah, she is a, she is a point guard. But, you, you know, you, you have to be ready to swing out to the wing at any moment because anybody can shoot the three nowadays. That's true. According to according to Candace Parker, shoot the but, J. But do you want me to shoot it? <laughs> uh, but she was probably the most outspoken of the entire team, and now she's the one to who's as she said continuing her basketball career as the first former WNBA player to become a team owner and member of the leadership team for the Dream. Now, hold on. Pretty Hold cool. On. Pretty cool. One moment. One moment. You're yes. telling me that a player can earn enough money in the WNBA to be a a partner or a partial owner of a WNBA team? No. Well, partial owner. Yeah. So the so the majority owner is a real estate investor from Massachusetts named Larry Gottesdiener. Well, my point is, it sounds like the WNBA might be a little more balanced in terms of team value and wage earnings than, Ooh, yeah, let's say, you know, yeah. the NBA mm -hmm. <laughs> or the right. NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Renee Montgomery is apparently she she will officially be the VP of the Atlanta Dream, and. So she and then Suzanne Abair, who is a real estate executive who works with Larry Gottesdiener, uh, will be the people actually making decisions <laughs> for the team. The way you say that, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Gottesdiener. Gottesdiener. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, I, took I, I took German in high school, so. Yeah, you've clearly forgotten yeah, it. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of schlubs would pronounce that Gottesdiener, but... No. Yeah, if, no, if it's if it's nine. an I, I if, if yeah nine. <laughs> nine if it's an I E it makes an E sound if it's yeah. E I it makes an I sound like that's nine. Right. That's why I've always been when I when I took German I figured out that I could spell better in German than yeah I could spell it makes in English. way more sense. <laughs> yeah, it does for sure. Yeah, yeah. Cooley scribers and whatnot. That's yeah. That's pretty cool. I like it, and I like that they basically forced. Leffler into a sale. The mm -hmm. this, the sale price I would guess would be right around fifteen to twenty million. I was gonna I was gonna guess ten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. There was an uh, the New York Liberty were sold in twenty nineteen for somewhere between the ten and fourteen million dollar range. Okay. So yeah, I would say it's probably around fifteen to twenty million. So uh, you're saying like for a handful of NBA top shot. You could uh, buy a for WNBA one, team for one. Yes, that's what, right. One twenty-fifth, one tenth of a of a <laughs> hot shot. You can buy a WNBA team. Yeah, yeah. You could. Uh, well, now I have to do math. But what is that for? Seventy-six top shots. You could buy an yeah. NBA team. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool, cool world we're shots. living in. It's it's an awesome world. Yeah. Hey, if you uh, have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to our last episode. This, guys, this is this is how I promote our show. So if someone tunes in, you're gonna I, promote. I, I, I throw I throw these I throw these callbacks to previous episodes, so then they go back and listen to more episodes. So the the ad revenue just you know starts rolling in. Yeah. Have I told you about my Casper? Um, yeah. Theoretically. So, yeah. So. Have we checked the, what the new Top Shot price is on the that like that John ja Morant? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what. I saw on Twitter an artist I follow. They just tweeted something out like, "Does anyone know how to write code for blockchain?" And I instantly thought, "No one's buying 3D sparkly JPEGs of your paintings, bro." <laughs> 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 like, Jaw <laughs> uh, ja, ja has dropped. Uh, 10,000 since we last spoke. Oh, man. So 209? Um, is he at 209,000? It was, he was at 250,000. Now he's at 240,000. But again, yeah. if you send me a nice email, I'll send you the MP4 of his, uh, <laughs> of his dunk. Yeah. No problem. It can be no yours. Problem. You can just, you just save yeah. it on your hard drive and it's yours. Sure. Eri, Eri Tangairi. No problem in Jamaica. <laughs> I'll send yeah. it to you. Uh, but yes, I think that the I think that the wage to the the ownership uh, equity to wage is probably a lot closer than the WNBA. I know the NBA has a pretty good uh, foothold, a pretty good uh, investment in the WNBA, so I'm sure yeah. that, that that helps. But it's got to be the there. the smallest ratio, closest ratio in professional sports. Oh, for in sure. America, like, in America, at least. Yeah. MLS, so uh, last week, not a headline, uh, not a sponsor. MLS had their uh, expansion team in Sacramento back mm. out. The, the ownership of the expansion team in Sacramento back out. And I think they were supposed to start in 2024. They, I believe it's been reported. People are saying, I'm hearing that the price of their expansion was 300 million oh and and i don't know what the current uh uh roster is but like the the minimum salary is but at one point it was like thirty five thousand dollars yeah because yeah. of the way that they structure their their rosters and they have designated players and and you know 25 percent of your your cap can go to one player so i mean I don't think, um, I don't think, I know a third of this podcast would think the MLS is not a successful brand because that person doesn't watch sports in a more general <laughs> sense. Right. But, but, but I, would, I wouldn't say that a lot of people are saying, oh, the MLS is out there just like uh, cashing checks. Raking it in, yeah. Yeah, but 300 million bucks. I mean, that's, that's pretty that's, good evaluation. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, you know, to say that you can buy a, a team for a tenth of that price, less than a tenth of that price, um, that has the backing of the NBA, that's a pretty good deal. But I'm yeah, more I mean, interested. Let's get yeah. real. It's basketball versus soccer. Yeah, I mean, one's way I'll better watch, than me. I'll watch a soccer match, but I'm watching way more basketball games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a... Uh, I think this is a pretty cool story. What do you guys think of, like, overall, like, the, I, I don't know, the power dynamic, I guess I would say. The power I love dynamic. It because it's a story of vengeance. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a regular Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, it's it's sad it. that Kelly Leffler just has to walk, you know, uh, uh, walk walk off stage with her billions of dollars, with thirty million mm. plus on top of her billions. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but well, yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's I think it's great to get people like Kelly Leffler out of anything that yeah. is labor related. Well, I mean, just. Yeah, just, just, I, I don't know. I have, I have, I have, no, I have nothing, I have nothing constructive to add here. You think she can hoop? She's tall. She's, yeah, I was going to ask. She, seems she does tall. look very tall. She is tall. I wonder if she could hoop. So, question for you guys. Maybe you know the answer to this. They say that the camera uh, adds 15 pounds. How hmm. many inches does the camera add? Because she does seem very tall. I would like, say she. I would say she's probably. Posture. She's probably close to the height of a Navi from uh, a- a- Avatar. I don't oh, know what that is. Wolves in space. Yeah, look that up. Uh, the dances blue. The blue cat space. people. Uh, okay, the Navi are nine to ten feet. T- so yeah, Kelly Leffler is <laughs> nine to ten feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I. Have you looked it up yet, Snoop? I put in Kelly Leffler height. Surprisingly, it was the fifth Google, most popular Google search. Okay, I'm going to guess that she is five. I'm going to say she's 5'10". Really? She's from I would have expected a lot taller. So, okay, she is actually, she is five five feet, nine inches tall. Okay. Okay. But her but her forehead is 17, <laughs> 17 feet three inches tall. Can we talk and about this? And then you put her you put her in four inch stilettos, and I yeah, mean, she's hitting well, the rafters. That's true. Yeah, she's definitely holding down the post. Hey, can we talk about this um, this <laughs> Avatar um, oh uh, reference you made? I've never seen Avatar. Y- y- have you seen Dances oh. with Wolves? Absolutely. Yeah, I lived with yeah. that. So in you've, yeah, you've seen Avatar. Just imagine space. everyone's blue. Yeah. And put you've blue, seen Avatar. Put a, blue, put a cyan filter on your eyeballs and and think that uh, 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 Kicking Bird and Wind in His Hair and Stands with a Fist are floating in space or yeah. riding you, animals in space. If you want to get the full experience... Okay, here's what watch here's, the movie. Just watch Avatar. Well, that's you, the full I Avatar. You could you could do it. you could do that, or you could get two phones. Okay, <laughs> oh you fire up your favorite streaming services. Put a divider in between your two eyes. For the for your left eye, that phone is gonna play Dances with Wolves. For your right eye, yeah. that that shot is gonna play <laughs> uh, that that your right eye is gonna be watching Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. <laughs> and you just let those play and you yeah. put it, put one, you know, your left earphone in your left ear, your right earphone in your right ear, and then mm. just let that play, and then you've basically seen Avatar. And then like every five or six minutes, just say out loud, James Cameron. And you've got it. <laughs> just, just reference. <laughs> reference yeah. you. Uh, uh, so, who's Robin Williams in Avatar? Wait, Robin Williams is an Avatar? No, that's he was in Fern Gully, though. He was the bat oh. in Fern Gully. I thought yeah. we were going with Aladdin and the blue people. I was going Genie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There you this go. Is a, well, now we're in an alternate universe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, saw it, I, saw it, I saw it in the theater in three... That's the extent of my Avatar the, the knowledge. Most, the most frust- frustrating thing about Avatar was that everybody thought it was like the ultimate movie. Everyone loved it. I knew people that went to the theater and saw it three times. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Was Maybe this it's like the cat- blockbuster, the blockbuster edge that I maintain? See, okay, so this the I think this brings edge, up a good right. point, You're and this so is edgy. <laughs> this is this is not where I was heading when like I was a v, comparing like a VHS cassette uh, case, like a Just, double, oh, like a finger. double Amaray Titanic setup. So <laughs> when I when I compared Kelly Leffler to a Navi. I was not intending to go here, but I do think this is a but good example are. of <laughs> this is go. a this is a good example of you have Kelly Leffler who uh-huh. pays for a team she doesn't really care about because it's I guess a thing that you are supposed to do when you're rich. Okay, she has an insane amount of money and Purchase she people. and she does yeah. this thing buys her way into politics and then fails at politics and sports. James Cameron, on the other hand, <laughs> uses his massive wealth to construct an entire world. Like the, I, 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 I've only seen Avatar once, but I, I've, I read an article that was talking about oh, yeah, just language. the amount of detail. Yeah. That, so not only yeah. inventing a language, but literally hiring ethnomusicologists to, yeah. to, to figure out what would music sound like on this world with yeah, it, these hire, arts hiring cashed in on James yeah, Cameron hiring <laughs> biologists mm. to to create entire you know scientific oh, yeah. uh, documentation Coll- on all the species like it's, it's, it's insane yeah. yeah and not only that he creates this movie which came out years ago now and he's still working on Creating multiple sequels, uh, and has sp- and has spent you know millions of dollars to to create this Avatar theme park thing at Disney or Universal or, or wherever it's at. It's like Avatar in James Cameron's head is is this huge cultural touchstone, which it's not at all. But no. because you're so rich, you can just make it that. Right. Like, yeah. You so can shove this your... down people's throat. Yeah. What you're telling this is, me, this is what you're telling me is James Cameron is the is the Hollywood equivalent of a guy who, is somewhere in like Oklahoma, opens his pole barn and says, "I have the world's largest collection of Ford Escorts." Yeah, yeah, it is. That's what, and that's this, what and we're this is about and this here. is my thing now, and it's like if you have as much money as these people do, do something like that. <laughs> Make up a world. Make people like make people watch your movie. Make people yeah, make, pe- make people point. go make people go to a theme park of the crazy thing that you dreamed up. Why not? But don't you think like, like do you think do you think that Avatar works better in every other media except film? I again I've never seen this, but I would think like hearing all this, I would I'm much more inclined to visit an Avatar theme park than I am to watch a two and a half, two hour movie of of blue pe- of navies like running hours. around. Why would you go to okay. the theme park if you haven't seen the movie? Because that sounds more interesting to because me. Because they like got coasters. Two, yeah, a fully a, a, <laughs> a fully immersive 
uh, fantastical experience sounds much more interesting than three hours staring at a screen, which is just a retelling of, from what I hear, Dances with Wolves slash Fern Gully. Like, yeah. why? Oh, for I, sure. That that the Fern Gully touch is spot on. Yes. Like, why would I go to the? Why would I go to the theme park? Well, why would I go visit like any other like culture? Because I want to be immersed in that culture. I want to understand it. I want to see other people who are involved in it. Like, yeah, I understand. Dude, it's, it's gonna completely be completely like synthetic. Do- it's gonna be forty-five dollars to get in this thing. You ain't going to this. So I'm out. <laughs> I'm not going to this. Uh, now that I understand that there is a price attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> at I'm, least forty-five dollars. At least no, absolutely not. If it's not if it's not included in the price of admission, I'm not interested. Yeah. This ain't no, new fields. Not. You ain't walking through Avatar World and <laughs> no. some paintings. <laughs> no. No. So I didn't yeah. know that there was going to be a cost that I was going to incur. I'm out. Theme park. The theme is it costs a lot of money. Yeah. No. But I, yeah, I, I think what I love about the whole thing is that it's, I mean, it's an okay movie. Like, it's a fine movie. Yeah. Like, there's there's nothing bad about it's it. A like, C it's a plus it's, movie. It's, it's entertaining. It's predictable, but it's okay. But yeah, it's like, but if you, but the person behind that movie has an insane amount of money. So it would be like someone saying, okay, I don't know, like the movie uh, Bird Box. Okay, right. we're going to do three more Bird Box movies, and there's going to be a Bird Box roller coaster, and we're going to create a Bird Box cereal. Um, it's like, I don't know that we need this, but oh, okay. Like, you oh, got the money. We definitely don't like, need it. So, but, so okay. Kelly Leffler. I, I hear you. Dream, I, dream a little dream from me. Come up, your wildest, most fantastical thoughts. Let's make that a reality. That's what you could do. But isn't that really James Cameron's M.O. anyway? Like, isn't that what he did with Titanic? Where yeah, got, he, he and then he super... went to the Titanic. <laughs> right. He went to the actual Titanic. Right. I mean, the dude balls out. You got to give him that. Yes. Yeah, I think like, generally. That's like, what, not just, that not is... Just, but not just Kelly Leffler. This is where all millionaires all, and millionaires all these ter- the, all these the, terrible rich people. It's like yeah. you could be doing. This is the life. That's what. That's exactly. <laughs> this is the life you could. This is what I don't understand about the insanely wealthy. You could be living the Preach. life of a James Cameron, and you <laughs> yeah. choose. You choose to go to Avatar. CPAC. Yeah. You <laughs> choose to. You choose to hang out with people like Ted Cruz. Yeah. I know. Why why would you do that? Yeah. You choose to you choose to go around and have to like shake hands and kiss the babies of people that disgust you? The great unwashed. Yeah. <laughs> go go uh, go be James drill, Cameron. <laughs> drill a hole to the center of the earth and see what's there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Rowdy. I mean Buy a buy a country. Yeah. Yeah. Make a country. Make so, an island. So allegedly, the island game's a little sketchy these days. But. Build, build a, build a space, build your own space station city. I mean, now we're getting. Speaking of sequels movies, idea. now we're getting into the Elysium, uh, Matt Damon joint. But so, so uh, speak, I got, an, I got an even crazier idea. If you got a, like you know billions of dollars, check this out. Help people. <laughs> well, I mean, you could do that. But, but you can also you, find but the Titanic. Can you, but, 
but can helping people turn I'm into a franchise? I'm making a $900 billion movie called Avatar 2. <laughs> well, yeah. How, yeah. how are you going to, how are you going to franchise that, Reed? Here, here's, yeah, exactly. here's a, all these people. How's that, how's that going to turn into a happy movie? <laughs> yeah. uh, right. How are we going to sell how the plastic How am I going to keep people coming back? If I help everybody, they're not going to need my help anymore. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I can't get the good press for giving them charity. Yeah. Uh, so James Cameron, according to according to Google, is worth seven hundred million dollars, which is uh, Ugh, uh, let me do this right point point two percent of what uh, Jeff Bezos is worth or <laughs> Elon Musk. Yes, Just, let's put it in perspective here. And that so, dude got to the Titanic. <laughs> And he, yes, that's what I was going to say. And he got to the Titanic, and he created a world. Yeah. Yes. That's how much we Dude, could, you just that, need like $3 billion, and you create a galaxy. Yeah. That's yeah. what, yeah, I just, these people's imaginations are too small. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I think we beat this horse to death. We got any other headlines on this show, or is this is this it? Oh, let's, hey, let's, let's uh, you guys want to talk about uh, you guys want to talk about Jodie Foster? Oh yeah, let's talk about Jodie Foster. I don't understand this story. Okay, so uh, Jodie, Jodie Foster, Foster thinks Aaron Rodgers. What's the what's the story? Here? Jodie Foster won uh, the Best Supporting Actor Golden Globe for the Mauritanian. Support, uh, the what? Yeah, I guess it's a new movie Jodie Foster is in. Call yeah, me when it's, it's a theme park. Uh, direct to Redbox. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Mauritanian. It was about. Uh, it's I mean, about, how do they? She, uh, East she's a, or West African Mauritania, right? West Africa. Yeah, she's a defense lawyer for one of the Gitmo uh, detainees. Oh, okay, got it. Hmm. Well, yep. if if you don't remember Jodie Foster, you. You should because she made some great Tan movies. and Taxi. a win. You know what? Taxi if you don't, driver, it, yeah. If you don't remember Jodie Foster, just turn this, turn yeah, turn this podcast yeah, off. Yeah, we're canceling. We got you. no time for you if you yep. don't know who Jodie Foster is. Find another show. Taxi Listen driver, to a normal sports show. Silence of the Lambs, Contact, and Snoop already a sneak peeked it. Her best film by far, Nell. Inside Man. Just a tail <laughs> in the wind, chick a tail in the wind. We gotta get a whole. <laughs> and this is before Liam Neeson. He he found Nell. It didn't start out with her missing. He just stumbled upon her. So it was really kind of off the beat roll for Liam Neeson this time. She was there the whole time, and he didn't kill have to kill anyone. <laughs> But anyway, uh, did you, Jody did you did you write that joke or was that just right no, now? That was, that was off the cuff. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing that joke in the Google Doc here. Yeah. Uh, so Jodie Foster thanked Aaron Rodgers. She is a huge Packers fan. But here's mm. the connection: Aaron Rodgers, mm -hmm. when he won NFL MVP in his acceptance speech via Zoom or whatever they were using thanked Jodie Foster. And so the conspiracy or the inside kind of in the grass thing is Aaron Rodgers just got um, recently engaged to, how do you say the name? Shailene, Shailene Woodley. Shailene, Shailene. Woodley, mm -hmm. who was a co-star of Jodie Foster's in The Mauritanian. Mm. So I think that's probably the connection there. So A-Rod thinks Jodie Foster just kind of off the cuff in the uh, 
in his MVP acceptance speech, and then they interviewed Jodie Foster later about it, and she said, I will be sure to thank Aaron Rodgers as I'm a huge Packers fan. The first chance I get, well, the first chance she got was about a month later when she won the Golden Globe for uh, Best Supporting Actor. And from what I understand, they have never met. But I'm yeah, sure that, that will change. <laughs> I'm sure Jody will be going to uh, Aaron Rodgers' wedding. So I'm sure the they'll meet The rumor that was point. flying around was that Jodie Foster somehow, or that she was uh, the one who introduced Rodgers to Woodley. Oh, okay. But okay. apparently that is not the case, that they have never right. met. That's and they what I read, that they had never met. It. Yeah. So from what I'm hearing, people are telling me, they're saying... The opinion is that uh, because Shailene Woodley somehow was telling Aaron Rodgers that Jodie Foster is a huge Packers fan. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how it kind of trickled down. That, like, yeah. any time that Jodie Foster could bend uh, Ms. Woodley's ear about the Packers, she would. It was would. Go Pack so, Go. Go Pack Go, yep. Yeah. Cheeseheads and whatnot, yep. So that, that apparently is the connection. It's very odd. Uh, if I won an award, I don't know who I would, what random person I would thank just off the cuff. Uh, probably after this podcast, James Cameron. Um, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal for Hockey Everything. The first thing that came to my mind was Bill Withers. Oh, yeah. I would just yes. thank Bill Withers. And thank you to Bill Withers. For... <laughs> Who's dead now? Know. So who is dead? COVID killed him. He like wouldn't John hear you. Prine and everyone else that was awesome this year. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah, a, lot so the, a lot of a lot of Jody's a Packers fan, so get after it, chick a pay. Uh, and that's what you I would did. say to her if I ever met Jody Foster. I would shake her hand and say chick a pay. <laughs> <laughs> you also forgot one of her. Uh, the Abyss. The Abyss was awesome, too. That was Jodie Foster. Uh, Inside Man, a Spike Lee oh, joint, yeah. 2006. That was a good one. I forgot. Yeah. Dude, she was she was crooked as hell in that movie. Yeah. 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 One That's of my a top, great movie. Top 10 favorite movies of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Real That's sleeper a, on that one. That might be my favorite Spike Lee movie. I just watched that yeah. during the pandemic again. That's a great movie. Yep. It's a really great movie. Actually, uh, the guy who did the, the soundtrack, or not the soundtrack, the score, Terrence Blanchard, he was at the, the jazz club just down the street from me a couple years ago, and I tried to go, the but he was sold kitchen? out. The jazz kitchen? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. But I, cool. I actually, I, I listen to that soundtrack sometimes, like, when I'm working. When I'm working for the man. I'm like going to have to listen to that again. Man. I don't remember the music off the top. Yeah, oh, yeah, check dude. It out. It's just like a lot of horns. Yeah. Short, short bebop blursts. Is that a word? Blursts? But yeah, I think that's we, what it sounds like. I don't know if we ever if talked Jen's about it on the air. Blurst that's, a word. A, that's a classic Denzel uh, part. The cop. Denzel yeah. only pays cops now. Mm. Or drunk pilots. <laughs> but yeah. What else we got? Drunk. Cops. All right. Well, uh, as I said, uh, we got some stories here from uh, some of our favorite listeners. So uh, this story comes from our buddy Sean. Well, so I, 
story, I, I am using air quotes. It's not a story. I got a headline and I'll talk about the headline. I don't know if it qualifies as a story. I don't want to be that presumptuous. So wait, uh, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, wait, hold on. So is this a, the headline is, hey, here's a thing? It's like, kind of, hey, hey, hey yeah, it's, yeah. hey, here's yeah. a thing. So this, <laughs> yeah. hey, here's tonight, a thing. Yeah. thanks to our buddy, Sean, we're going to talk about the sport of rug ball. Oh, now, this is a clip that is going around Dude, uh, the vicious. internet. And it is a bizarre sport where we see men, beefy men wearing, um, what are those called, singlets? Singlets, yep. On a basketball court. And With like uh, a medicine, it looks like a medicine ball, but I think it's just a Euro basketball. Yeah. It, and, and they're, What's the difference? And I don't know. As they're, as they're playing... Basketball, sort of. They're also wrestling each other, mm. knocking each other to the ground. Throwing a, pu- a couple punches, I saw, or at least yeah, you know, like so a stiff arm, maybe. Yeah, this is so. This is a this is a sport called rugball, and it is a combination of basketball, rugby, and Greco-Roman wrestling. Oh. And it's it is actually yeah, there's it's some an, belly to backs. There yeah, were. it's an actual, <laughs> this is an actual sport. This was not a one-off thing. This is an actual sport that's played in Russia. So this actually started as a um, training game for wrestlers in Russia. So they would actually, mm. originally it was a game where to help train, the, the wrestlers would be on their knees on the wrestling mats and they would have a medicine ball mm. and they would try to... Uh, they kind of make an improvised goal and they try to get the medicine ball into the goal. So eventually then this kind of warm-up training type Did game they start that they with would a play. Peach basket without a hole cut in it? No, they're smarter yeah. than that. Come on. <laughs> they started with a hole. Uh, so then they Don't started actually dummy. like thinking, oh, we could actually like stand on our feet. This is Russia. Uh, <laughs> and so they started playing with a real basketball. So according to my Google translation of the homepage of the Rugball <laughs> yes, League. In a Russian accent, please. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, the rules are very simple. Everything is allowed, except for trips, pushing in the back and obvious provocations of a collision. No basketball dribbles or free throws. The brutal power struggle combined with the dynamics makes rugball a very entertaining and exciting game. So as I said, that was pretty good. everything is allowed. So you can hold, you can grab, you can hit, you can hit people on the torso, and you can throw players to the ground. You just can't trip them. Yeah. Or or no. or push or very push them. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. <laughs> and so, so basically, so you've got teams of thirteen players. There's only six players allowed on each te- on the court from each team during Ooh, during the game. Six on six. Oh, like hockey. Yeah, six yeah. Six, yeah. six on six. Yep. So it starts yeah. with they throw in the ball in the center of the field, and the ball can field. be passed uh, or court. Sorry, they say field. Oh, yeah. uh, this is the this is the translation. <laughs> uh, so you can pass the ball, throw the ball, bounce the ball, um, and and roll it in any direction. There, but there's no dribbling. Um, 
so the play and the player who has the ball because there's no dribbling is allowed to run and so the game is made up of there's two 20 minute periods and then a five minute break uh and so it's it's kind of like where it where it takes cues from sports like rugby or even like american football is whoever has the ball is is the person who's kind of like on the attack and then everyone the else kind of just like look at me. pairs look at off me. and then look it turns me. into yeah, like look at me i'm the captain now yeah, it just like turns like into a, like one wrestling one matches. Defense. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're not playing yeah. zone. A lot of pushing. No, no, yeah. not at all. A lot man of grabbing. To ma- man to man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the 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 these plays are sort of coordinated. I mean, in the same way that you would coordinate like for a rugby or or a football game. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, oh, and another another kind of nuance of this game is if you shoot a basket that's one point any any basket is one point there's no free throws um there's no three pointers nothing each basket one point Um, so so here's i mean i have many questions yeah shoot i'm an expert i translated this you said this is a real game this is real yes so you're using real in the context of it exists in the world, like in there reality, are in in there this are, universe. Yes, there are 22 rugby teams just in Russia alone. So it originated in Russia. So that's 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 the home of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's 20 22 professional teams. There is a there is a Russian championship. There's also there are international tournaments. Um, and, and there are also teams in Holland, France, and the Czech Republic that are I think professional people, yeah. teams. I think people oh. are getting loose with this. Professional, I mean, define professional. Are you making a living at it? Or are you getting paid? Dude, I don't know. I don't know how people mean? make their. I don't know how people make their living in Fair Russia. There are um, uh, also. I fight bear. Uh, what's that? Yeah. I fight bear. <laughs> Yeah, there are also clubs in uh, Belarus, Estonia, Moldova, and Transnistria, a.k.a. the Transnistria Autonomous Territorial Unit with Special Legal Status, a.k.a. the Pridnestrovian Moldavian Republic. Mm. Yeah. That's a new that's a new place on earth I learned about. Me too. Um, yeah. And we have such, uh, of those 22 Russian teams, we have teams such as the Bears, the Russian Bears, the Roshinsky Bears, oh, the Bears of, ad- of the Kama region, lots of adjectives here. And, and the Bars. The Bars. <laughs> yeah, the there's bars. the Bears. There's the Bears, and there's the Bars. This could be a this could be a Google Translate. Uh, it could uh, be a typo. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, but gosh. yeah, it's uh, there. I mean, there there's also there's also a team just called Joker. Ooh, see that's who I. With yeah, is that is that a DJ? And, there, and there's a team just called Chicago. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so they're not the Bears. There are lots of Bears <laughs> teams, Jordan and then there's influence. and then there and then there's just Chicago. Russians I wonder if the issues too. The Chicago team may have just been like, oh yeah, we see Chicago. This word Chicago with the bear. And so they thought, well, there's all these other all these other teams are calling themselves. We'll just be Chicago. This is, uh, so the thing that was most interesting to me, it will not be interesting to you guys, so buckle up. 
is that uh, you said this was used as a as a, a training tool for Greco-Roman wrestlers in Russia. Yes, it has been scientifically proven that rug ball is the most suitable means of general training for wrestlers. Great. Uh, just... Also, special power structures also often include rug ball in the training process. A good example is the All-Russian Organization of Professional Security Guards, ELITA, in which rug ball is included in the process of training bodyguards, cash collectors, and security guards for valuable goods. Cash collectors. out there <laughs> running the heavy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So pay that man his money. Yes. Uh, chick, 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 chick. All night. Kids got alligator blood. Uh, this is interesting to me because when I wrestled, uh, we actually had on our our winter break we had what was called a ringworm. Yes, we all had ringworm, <laughs> but we would play a game on our knees, similar to how this started, called Powerball, which was essentially the same thing. It was like a, I think it was four on four, maybe five on five. But we would have uh, trash cans set up like the Powerball from American Gladiators. Oh yeah, and we were trying to get the uh, I think it was probably a volleyball. In, into the, the trash can, which surprisingly did not have a hole at the bottom. So we yeah. had to turn it over every time. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this is like a pretty natural thing for wrestlers to do at some point, to be like, you know what we should do with this one-on-one sport? Add more people and a ball. And, 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 a and also, <laughs> hey, maybe we stand up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they're doing it, they're doing it on, on a hard surface. Yes, they're that's the thing that's kind of wild about this. And like the, they're playing the on an downs. actual, yeah, yeah, they're playing on an actual wood court, and so that's why they have knee pads and elbow pads. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, this but is no uh, it's not no headgear. This is yeah. Uh, uh, on the on the Russian website, they say that players are provided with headgear, but apparently they decide not to wear it. So um, freedom. But that's right. That's yes. Right. Yeah. None of these guys got the vaccine either. Yeah. yeah. Well, but not that's not mas- the point. Nary a mask among them. No. Nope. No. I mean, that's that is not the point of this. Uh, this is a this is a spectacular and exciting game that attracts young people and carries a powerful educational charge that helps hundreds of teenagers find their way in life. Uh, that's what it's all about. That and uh, training cash collectors. Yeah. Dude, the heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Anything. Okay. We don't know anything. Like, don't, don't, st- like, don't start. You're right. Okay. Okay. You're right. I'm just trying to think of like, okay, if you're a cash collector in Russia, what situation are you going to be like? Thank God I played rug ball. This has prepared me for this moment. In case you got to rough somebody up. I want to, I have, I'm going to wrestle this person to the ground while my colleague throws a ball into an object. Not to mention any day, it could be like 100,000 rubles for a loaf of bread, so you got to carry a lot of cash. You gotta I guess that's true. You you wrestle the person holding the bundle of cash to the ground while your colleague takes that bundle and throws it into your unmarked van, right. makes the shot, and then you both get in the van. And, yeah, yeah I, okay, toss, I could see, okay, I could see that. Bundles yeah. of rubles. It's teamwork. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. 
Y'all act like uh, Russia's more crooked than America every day. (laughs) 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 Just putting it out there. What else we got? got There's not a cash collector in America. It's all done digitally. No, No. (laughs) yeah, that's right. We just have we just have quick quick check. Cashing place. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. We will. We will. We will still ruin your life. Right. Make no mistake. You just. We're not we, going to rough you up to do it. We're just not going to send the big beefy guys. You're never going to uh, see us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got another story. Uh, Make it quick. Sent we'll into us from time. a listener. Uh, this is from our buddy Colt uh, about a disc golfer who signed a ten million dollar deal. That's Dude, right, I Paul McBeth. Course, I gotta get on the you course. Do. Get boned up, man. There's money in this. Yeah, Paul McBeth signed a ten-year, ten million-dollar contract with Discraft, which is a, a Michigan company. Okay. So he signed it through 2031. Well, he will when he will turn 40 years old. Dude. You know, this is this is an extension from his 2019 deal where he signed for four years, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year including royalties on his signature line of discs. Uh, do they Meteoric call them discs? Rise. I'm guessing so. Discs, yeah. yes, discs. Which almost immediately cashed him another $250,000 in the first year. Dude. So they realized, hey, they had something here, that within the first year they outgrew the original deal and dis- they wanted to discuss the new new terms. So they decided that a 10-year Ten million dollar deal was the way to go. So this guy's, <laughs> excuse me, thirty years old. Disc golfer, probably has never worn shoes. Making, <laughs> <laughs> making a million dollars a year. Hey, to throw uh, a disc. A hundred and thirty uh, tournament wins, five world champions, and number one player in twenty nineteen. This dude's like the Tiger Woo of disc golf. Tiger Woo. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it makes you think. I don't know what it makes you think, but it makes you think, right? I mean, you know, I don't think, and we probably don't have time to do it today, but I don't think we've ever put disc golf on our continuum. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Because yeah. I mean, it's got to be more of a sport, right? Because they do have judges, but it's if it's anything like golf, sport it's all game. self. It's all uh, self-officiated, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That it's it, that's the thing. It's it's you. It's it's all on you. That's a. There's nobody out there watching you on the on the. On the course. Either, During tournaments right? and stuff, but I mean, just day to day, it's more like golf, where you're just out there with your buddies and you're keeping score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even like in the tournament, you have to, you are are. Um, for any penalty, you got a card or whatever, yeah. Right, but yeah, and and, and you're doing it yourself. Nobody, yeah. there's no officials out there. Like you, you're having to sign the card to say, oh yeah, I had a penalty here. There's no one drop. blowing a whistle out there. No. When you heave that thing no. into the river. There are people standing on the on the uh, on the ropes going. Get in the hole, yeah. which I always, I always appreciate, especially on like the 450 yard drive. Yeah. Where it's like, 
you're not gonna get you're not even gonna get to the green yeah let alone the hole but somebody out get there get the hole get the hole this I is a uh, par five 600 yard shot get in the hole <laughs> yes. I love it yeah I think disc golf would be a little more disc exciting. golf is fun um, man I I'm I could be wrong, but I think it would be more exciting to watch than regular golf. As a baseball fan, I can yes, say disc agreed. golf is it more is. It is. I've yeah. watched it on TV. You watch disc golf on TV? It, yeah. Or maybe that's Rowdy, ulti- what's the maybe that's ultimate frisbee. I'm thinking of. It was a frisbee or disc based sport. No, I think I've seen disc golf tournaments on TV. Yes. Rowdy, would you be more or less likely to actually get into a sport if it was less established? Like, based on its establishment. Like, hey, you know, baseball's been around for 160 years. It's, you know, basketball's been around for 100 years. Football's been around for 100 years. But, like, disc golf, fairly new, niche sport. Are you more mm-hmm. likely to get into that than, let's say, okay. something like... It, it, to me, it's not about how niche it is. To me, there's two factors. One, am I going to have another person's sweat on my body? Yes. With a lot, with a lot <laughs> so of sports. No contact sports. No. Yeah. No contact. So contact sports are... Also, is there a dress code? Okay. What do you and mean dress code? Like a uniform? Well, or like a golf just like course or with a tennis club or yeah, something. like with yeah. with golf. Yeah, with golf, it's like oh, I gotta have like like these guys collared shirt. I want to wear a polo shirt yeah. like in chinos or whatever they're wearing. Like, uh, come on, nobody says like, chinos. Uh, I've heard chinos just, since uh, 1997. If, <laughs> if hey, Rowdy, I can, if hey, I, yeah, hey Rowdy, Cole's called so they want their chinos huh? back. What are you, Jack Kerouac, talking about your chinos? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. That's cool. One of these days, when the zoot suit riot is at your doorstep, you're going to probably change your tune here. Okay, so dress code, and what was the first one? Perspiration perspiration, of other other people. Is that it? those are the two main factors. Uh, also, am I gonna how how much of this sport am I gonna be out of breath? So physical yeah, exertion. But, uh, yeah, but we're not just talking about you as as a participant. But would you be willing? That's to... what you were talking. No, <laughs> for playing. Talk I mean, this is for playing. No, no, just generally right? like having a general interest in. Oh. Oh, like go downstairs and root for the blue team, kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Is that? I thought you. I thought you meant like what, what sport do you think I could excel at? Oh, because <laughs> it's probably I can't think of any. But um, what about like video game sports though? I yeah, video games are sports. Those. No, but I'm too old for E-sports. that. You age, you age out of that by like age twenty. What about drone yeah, racing? You play video games. Drone racing. Yeah, you, you gotta have those. And the, I. Yeah. Yeah. That's a coordination thing. That's another factor, coordination. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so, I, yeah, I think there's probably just not a lot of sports made for me. But would you watch it? Would you watch it? Would you have an interest in it? Would you keep up with it? No. Okay. <laughs> 
But I'm happy that other people do. I mean, disc golf seems fun, and the people seem pretty nice. Uh, based on my own experience, which was. You should come up and play sometime, Rowdy. Uh, well, I'll just end up. Those. Uh, what do you call them? Holes? Nets? Baskets, whatever? Baskets. They're a little too close to the river. I got extra discs. Don't worry about it. And I'll go. What are you? We can go in. What are you? A, are you a gremlin or something? You can't get in water? <laughs> yeah, we can go in and get them. In the river? Yeah. I'm not getting in. No, I'm not getting in the White River for anything. No. Nah, but is not, it? Uh, it's not that bad. Sub question: Is it sports like, especially at the highest? Let's say Big Four. Let's say Big Three because hockey doesn't count anymore. No, that's right. But let's so let's call it Big Three. Isn't that essentially what James Cameron is doing when he creates universes like like Avatar? Aren't you? If you own a sports team, aren't you just really buying into an alternate reality, which is yeah. Okay. And you uh, and yeah. you get to sh- and yeah. you get to shape those rules. That's what I love about things like rug ball. It's like nobody's buying a hundred million dollar rug ball team. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dollar rug ball team. Yeah. Uh, not yet. Not yet. But may but maybe I'd or rather maybe. watch a rug ball. I'd rather watch a rug ball game than a than a basketball game. But that goes back to my question. But that goes back. Yes, that yeah. goes back to my question. Like you just got more, you got you got more going on. There's just more going on. I, think I don't it's know. The novelty. I think it's the novelty. It is not. It is novelty. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe maybe no sport should last more than like ten years. No after after t- we here these no are sport. these are our sports for these ten years, <laughs> and we're gonna and then we're gonna switch it up, or we're gonna bring in some other stuff. No, for you, no sport should last longer than a tweet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's if, true. If you, also, if you can watch like, it, do you, is your is your video longer than eighteen seconds? Because you have lost my interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta get to the point. Ready? Got that yep. TikTok well, that, attention span. Th- yeah, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Before I get to the Ball Boy, quick shout out to our buddy, Matt Adair, who has a birthday on the day this episode oh, comes yes. out. The only day, as he likes to remind you, that is a command, March 4th. Yeah. Command yeah. day. And Ball Boy this week. Everything is not really Irie, Rowdy. This goes out to you. R.I.P. Oh, no. to the reg- reggae legend, Bunny Whaler. <sighs> 73, founding Whaler. member yep. of the Whalers. Yep. Yeah. I think, is he the last, what he was the last living Whaler? I th- is that right? Original, I think that's right. I oh, think man. so. Rowdy, this probably touches, touches you pretty close to home. Were you ever, as a, well, as a huge reggae fan. Yeah. I I am I uh, and I do like the Whalers. They're not my favorite, but I feel like I haven't given them as much of a chance. Like I listen to a lot of reggae. He's not but kidding. I feel like, no, just to be clear, no, this is no, this is true. He's not kidding right now. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes. And, and, and I've listened, but I think statement. I, I just have not listened. Like I've listened to, like I'm, I'm pretty familiar with like a decent amount of of Bob Marley and the Whalers, and like even some of their old, like back when they were doing like early like ska type right, stuff. Right. Um, but I don't listen to. They're not my go-to's, and I think it's still kind of that like. Um, 
prejudice against the people who had the Bob Marley posters. Mm. And it's this, I was oh, thinking about yeah. this the other day. It's the same thing with like the Grateful Dead, like American Beauty, Working Man's Dead. Like they've got, got like some there's some record, great albums. Great records. Yeah. Uh, but like it's the fans that yep. kind of make me not listen to them as much. So it's like, I just got to turn, I got to turn that part of my brain off because yeah, it's good. It is good music. So yeah, this so, is. And then there's Dave Matthews band where it's the fans. And well, the music. <laughs> right. I was going to say that's, that's yes, yeah. you are correct, sir. Uh, I, I heard some Dave Matthews band the other day and I got to say, it has not aged well. That is it's that a music. Rampant following. It it it's it, crazy. it was te- it was terrible at the time. It sounds awful. Like it sounds as bad as like Alice in Chains. See, that's oh, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, we, sorry, oh, we sorry, we went left. Sorry, Reed. <laughs> shots, shots has, fired. Has, shots fired. Yeah, it has, it has not aged well. Oh but, man, you're yeah. crazy. Crazy like the wind. <laughs> but yeah, rest rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. That is well, I mean, yeah, that is too bad. Foundational reggae, you know, like yeah, I'm with you. And we lost toots. Last yep. we lost toots to COVID. Like this, yep. yeah. It, it, this has not been a this has not been a good year. Not I quite. Not quite. I, thought, I just giggled because I thought toots passed, and I just <laughs> I think that's two funny words to uh. put together. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday. We will ask, how about some sports? How about it?